Health team, the first narrative that, of course, was the focus for a little while there was financial instability. Then the narrative switched over to the economy getting weak and the jobs market getting weaker. What did we find out today that brought this market down a little bit? Let's talk about it at, at the close. Like always, hit the thumbs up. Let's get the show started. All right, it is time for pre-market prep at the close. Three consecutive highs opened, matched yesterday's low, and then once it took out there, that's all the breakout momentum traders needed. Well, 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 let's bring on my man, Joel Alconin. What's going on? How we doing, Joel? Who just kicked over a uh, a glass? That's what you heard me. There you go, <laughs> bullish. All right, let's get to the charts here. Uh, we're trading in the red. Let me uh, adjust my charts here and uh, take a look. Uh, Mitch and I were discussing how well, yeah, some uh, some bad economic data came out, but. We were kind of heading that way off the open. Uh, here's the fluff in the pre-market trading. Uh, 39.28 was the high. We had marked uh, the some, September 20th and September 22nd highs just above that. But uh, we stalled out early, and then at 9.45, they started giving us um, – some worse than expect or better than expected economic data, and uh, that got the that, that got the bears going, and uh, they got in control. We're in an area of very uh, limited daily support. Uh, took out yesterday's low, and then you can see we take a fifty-two and a half, and we're getting a bounce, but uh, not a level that I would have chosen out of the clear blue sky. So uh, and now we are tailing off back towards the lows of the session. Uh, the dollar is all over the place. Uh, put in a double bottom this morning and then took out yesterday's high. Uh, just down a few pennies. Uh, TLT ahead of the Fed meeting tomorrow. Up 44 cents at 96.55. Crude got close to 90 once again, but backed off up a buck 74, 88.27. Both gold and silver, they were up. They were higher this morning. They've backed off. Still green on the session. Gold up 970, 970 at 1650.40. Silver, we got into the 20 handle, but now we're only up 54 cents at 19.65. Bitcoin up 100 bucks, 20,480. And Ethereum futures, they're up just just a smidget at uh, up 15 dollars at 15.81. So, of course, today you'll be hearing of the narrative that the jobs opening data for September showed a resilient labor market. Has it even changed? What are you guys looking at? <laughs> oh, man, it just it, 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 it baffles me, baffles me that there's so many money managers, fund managers, economists out there saying that we're pivoting because of a weaker economy and a weaker jobs market. When even just today, we get another data reading and what does it show? A resilient job market. So those people that are in the camp that expect the Fed to change tune, please on, please on earth, speak some sense into me because it seems like all sense points to the opposite direction.
But. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, I told you we we had I had a discussion earlier this morning when I was on stocks and jocks, and the rally was you know predicated on the uh, you know only going up a half. <laughs> you don't come this far uh, and take this kind of stance and start backing off now, especially when uh, the data the data is really not supporting uh, uh, you know the the CPI. Now we're gonna have our boy Blue on on Friday. He'll be on during that job number uh which is not nearly as important as the uh as the cpi number that's coming out next thursday so we're gonna have my boy blue on the next two fridays so mark that um on your calendar but uh it just it just doesn't make any sense to take the fed like i said i said i think the best thing that you can expect to hear out of the fed tomorrow is we're going three quarters we may go a half in at the next meeting, but I don't even think they're going to say that. Uh, I think the reason for the rally was more, you know, the rotation out of tech and, you know, instead of five stocks, uh, they're actually buying other stocks, but you know what? They're still rotating out of tech, bitch. Yeah, that they are. And um, I had a guest today that I, I felt said it right. Fred Hubler, CEO and chief wealth strategist at Creative Capital Wealth Management said, we need to break empl- unemployment first, then we can break, break inflation. You know, I think that's what needs to happen. I'll tell you what, if Amazon keeps going in the way it's going, the demand destruction is starting to show, right? And so if these big boys keep coming down the way they're doing, I think we'll start yeah. seeing some job layoffs, right? I mean, that's the truth. And so we're going to keep watch to see what happens in some of these Big stocks, Amazon down from the open 7.37%. Not many times that I thought Amazon would be back below 100. And here we are. Well below 100. Uh, Step down seller. I mean, someone was just like, I don't know if it was just a, uh, uh, um, you know, a short-term trade where they picked it up uh, on the earnings day, Friday and Monday. But I mean, there was just there was a big order sitting on the desk saying, "Get me out, step down, seller." You didn't have a higher high until like the guy probably Kyer Gell probably went to lunch. Uh, just got tired of selling Amazon all day, and uh, so you did have a higher high. Uh, we are moving in, I'm, and I say this when I when I go to the monthlies and I say, "Hey, where's the next level?" That's what you got to look at in this ninety four forty six. That was your low back in April, April of two thousand twenty. That's a month after the pandemic. I mean, these stocks. Uh, and I uh, I don't know, can't remember who I was talking about it with. These stocks had or the the tech stocks, right? had already had like what their seven, eight year run heading into COVID. And then it was all of a sudden like everyone needed tech and tech was it. And then that kind of, you know, maybe those stocks would have started to come off a little bit earlier, but you know, Amazon, you know, everyone, their brother, sister, aunt and uncle ordering on uh, Amazon here. So Mitch, you pointed out, you know, that the open to close, uh, you know, uh, situation and uh, there you go leaning on your double tops or well, now it's a double top but uh, leaning on your previous day's highs uh, that would have maybe saved you some trouble uh, 0487 yesterday got 458 today and uh, took out that low at 9766 not off the um, the low current low is 
9606. Amazon in trouble. And what about all the analysts that have buy ratings on this stock? They're going to have to come in and start <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. trimming those targets. You know it. You know how they love to chase that price action. Uh, there was one analyst, though, today that took a shot. And I feel like they didn't do too bad here. And that was on the call for Carvana turnaround. I'm not in that camp, but... Uh, not a bad call today by JPM's Morgan, uh, JPM Morgan upgrading Carvana to neutral and announcing a 20 price tag. I definitely got some spike here in the pre-market. Continued in the market, but also pulled back closer towards that 15 support. Carvana, I was talking about on my show, uh, Joel, that uh, used car vehicles are at around 10% interest rates. New cars at 6%. Is that going to be good news for Carvana? Holy mackerel. 1351 this got to on Friday. That made that a double bottom 136 uh 1361 the previous day. Holy mackerel. Look at that. And uh just stuck over 16 bucks today. 1584 was your uh your three day high. You nicked that. So it's gonna take some file through to uh to get that back uh over 16. Really backed off 80 cents. Uh um, off that intraday high. So one day bump and, um, there you go. Uh, we'll see. I mean, if you're looking at, if you think, uh, JP Morgan's onto something here, you had what a two and a half buck move, right? So a buck and a quarter, that 1475 area got to 1494. So see if it can hold into 1475, 15 bucks. All right, let's go to some of our earnings stocks today. Uh, Eli Lilly, maybe? I did see that catch a little bit of that shadow zone I was looking at on the daily chart, and it filled it. I'm sorry, Mitch. I was uh, looking I was looking at the chat there. What stock was that? Not a worry. Eli Lilly. Lilly, yeah. This one, uh, I mean, they lowered guidance. It's had a big run. You did gap filled more more than not. Those gaps are filled. How much did it do it by? Uh, did you it had pretty. your high on this day. Was it close? Yeah, forty two, forty three. So you probably weren't too happy when it went to forty seventy five. Uh, but now getting the bounce. I love these kind of moves where you know you you get a rebound, and I this is where I think your your fifty percent retracement comes in. Uh, we've had about a 13-point move, so six and a half. Uh, we're, you're over that, right? Or more than that. 364. No, I'm sorry. That's a that's a 25-point move, so 12 and a half. You get back. This is an important area. 52 and a half, uh, 353. Uh, if the Bulls are going to win the day in this one, it's just going to snap right back up to that old-time closing high from yesterday. Uh, I'll be focusing very closely here. Let's say we close right at this area. That's a little bit of a bounce. Sellers probably let up a bit. So uh, good luck, good number to, uh, for Lily tomorrow, that 50% retracement. Uh, Pfizer uh, got silly town in the pre-market. We did not think it would hit that pre-market high. Uh, we also talked about perhaps coming down and kissing the top of yesterday's range. Well, I couldn't get much closer than that, folks. Uh, 47.39 was the top of the range from yesterday. I'm not the only one that could read a gap, Phil. You came down to 47.40, and now it's nice getting a little bit of a rebound. But uh, 
you're buying Pfizer up a buck and a half, two bucks in the pre-market, you got to go ahead and, you know, you got to look at, you know, what the average daily range in these things is and the volume it takes uh, to move it. So a little overdone, I'll consider it a gap fill. Um, we'll still, we'll see. We've got a close 48. When you get a day like this after, you know, a big sell-off, you've had a big move up from 42. Uh, let's see if the orders stack up at 48 tomorrow. All right. One that had a push at the open hasn't really come back since then is Uber, but not a bad day there, at least for Uber overall. Yeah, it, uh, you know, it was sneaky. It got over 30 and it got into that 31 handle. Uh, that did fill a gap too. nothing really specific at 31. Where did it close at this day? Um, the day at 3168 closed at 3047. Uh, that's a big move, 23 to 31, you know, since uh, October 11th. Uh, like I said, I'd be more inclined to see if this come back under 28 and fill the gap. Big volume today. Uh, I saw a lift, got a lift too with this, um, but that's fading as well. I think they report tomorrow, right? Uh, or they, they report pretty closely um, after Uber does. All right, taking a look here, and uh, I do see Jay talking about kind of growth and value. It looks like of uh, that trade right now, you're starting to see at least some value names start pulling back at least a little bit. Now, are they completely t turning around? No, that's not also what I'm saying here, but definitely you can see it in a stock like Walmart. You can see there it's had a couple of runs in the last couple of days, and today it starts slowing down the momentum. Now we got to keep watch to see if any other rotation takes control. That 143 area now, you hit 142.90 on Friday. You pierced it uh, yesterday going to 4307. Uh, did some heavy lifting today, got to 4355, but now you're backing off. Uh, hanging out near yesterday's low. This chart does look a little tired, of course, uh, mark, market dependent. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, you don't hold this 141.50 tomorrow. Easily get a look at the 140 area. There were three lows in that area from last week. Uh, volume is kind of tapering off, too. Traded 7.5 million yesterday. So I think on this, is I think you're just kind of running out of buyers up here. And the sellers before just get lifted on those offers going up. Are now uh, now starting to hit bids. I see uh, someone mentioning that SoFi. Uh, if you were keying on your, we didn't get to cover that today. Uh, I did. I did at the very end, though. I got you. You did. Bro. I got you. Look. Okay. Okay. We should have covered that one because it was flirting with the pre-market. You know, it was flirting with that six fifty area. We really didn't have anything there. But that's one of those trades where, ah, the sellers came in right off that first opening bar. I bet you it was even less than uh, just a little bit here. But when it couldn't take out that pre-market high, coming down, are we filling the gap in this one? Uh, yeah, another gap fill here. Uh, but we're only three cents away from it. 567, the high from yesterday. Current low, 567. One I should have took a shot on and maybe uh... – you know how it is. Sometimes you talk something up more than taking it. The Sony trade, not a bad move there today on Sony. Did it keep going? It just kept going and going. Going and going. Wasn't a bad move today. 
Uh, you know what, I, if, Mitch, if you're going to take shots on those things, take them off the open. Right? That's exactly yeah. where it should have been taken. Yeah. I agree. I mean, um, I wouldn't have bought it off the open. But. Yeah, it was a little bit too far, though. But, I mean, I think this is one of those things that you keep in mind, right? Now we're starting to see maybe some consumer electronic stocks. Sony, kind of the first major one here, getting a kind of more report. Uh, Apple, of course, we've already heard about their iPhone issues. We won't talk about that. But maybe this starts getting others, some other stocks moving. And so I'm keeping my eye on different names to see if they're going to start moving. Maybe an iRobot Corporation, a name that we haven't talked about forever, now owned by Amazon. Well, that starts seeing a lift or, or any kind of mention. It's something to keep in mind. Consumer electronics, it seems like Sony having a good day. Will the other ones give us the same or will there be concern that they can't meet the sales? That they need for the holidays all right let's move forward uh looks like someone wanted to take a look at some of the banks so that's not too bad yeah let's yeah that's now they must have been listening on uh our uh our, our, our chat beforehand we got a good uh, chat they're on top of it joel they're on top this of it jp morgan now this is performing just like a champ here uh no really uh much different move than the rest of the banks uh, what I think you need to be keen on uh, for JP Morgan here, uh, bu- 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 boom, is uh, two monthly highs, 133. Can we get to 133 on this one? That was your May and June highs. I, I mean, anything can happen, of course. You know, you're going to have some Fed tomorrow. But, man, it had, uh, it had the earnings day, right? Boom. And then it had the gap Uh Extremely strong stock. I don't know when the try. I'll say right now. I'll just wait. Uh, I'll wait to see if we can get up to one. This one thirty-three, uh, the uh, the uh, double top on the monthlies. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, we haven't been at one twenty-nine in a while. We haven't been at one thirty in a while. So let's see if the paper starts to stack up in the New York book and some of these whole numbers here. Uh, Bank of America did show some promise today. Uh, but just couldn't hold in there. There just wasn't that sustained buying. Uh, but I think still the trend is your friend. It looked like you broke out of the consolid- the three-day consolidation area. Now you came back in, you filled the gap. I think what we'll do here, we're up 18 cents. So you're going to get a, if all things stay the same, you're going to get a double close, triple close area here in the lower 36 handles. So as long as it stays above the 36 here, I think you got to uh, keep leaning to the long side uh, in Bank of America volume. Ah, it's probably going to be about the same as yesterday, but uh, certainly not performing uh, like the Wells Fargo today. I did check Citigroup. City oops, Citigroup's trying to break out. Did have the four-day consolidation, breaking out of the top of the range. I don't know. Citigroup, uh, you know, starting that new candle, you know, the right way um, at the high for the month. So we'll see. We'll see. Like a lot to Fed, Fed tomorrow, right? What's the Fed going to do? Yep. It's going to shake up this market, send us back down near the lows of the move, or is everyone going to get the pivot that they wanted? We will wait and see, right? What will we get from Jerome Powell? I'm a fan watcher. 
Yeah, it's going to be a fun meeting tomorrow. Definitely 2 p.m. You get the release of the of the conference, right? And then, of course, at 2.30, you get the actual fireworks, the interview. And that's where we get the fun stuff, especially on the Q&As, as they will take their shot at Jerome Powell to see if they can get him to maybe give a little bit of some tune in which way they're pointing towards, especially into December, right? I don't think there's too much... Uh, talk on this FOMC meeting about 75 yeah. basis points, but the next one. And of course, what will we get next week? We'll get another CPI reading. Why not just focus on that? Why not look forward look forward into the next month? Let's just look into next week. And then as we start getting more and more data, that's what needs to change. If you see inflation change, I'm all for it. I'm all for the Friday? bull camp. Friday, yeah, Friday, jobs number, Friday. right? Jobs number, so important, right? That can turn things around. Also, could iterate what Powell says tomorrow. So, keep in mind, this market's going to keep swinging. And just because you've been seeing that bottom hold for now, never says that we can't go back down. And it also doesn't say that we can't go towards that fifty percent full retracement that Joel was calling out this yeah. morning of four ten. It's still in the play, and the volatility yeah. out there is definitely creating a crazy mm-hmm. range that we could be starting next week, right? I'll tell you, I'll get, I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say nervous is the word, but, uh, you know, you had, you know, after you came down hard off that CPI uh, uh, August reading, you had just like a little, like we're going to catch your breath, we're going to catch your breath here, and then three highs in the same area. I know they're not exactly showing up on your charts, but, Man, you can't. You hit that three days in a row. That's when the bottom fell out. That's when you went, you know, uh, went to thirty five hundred, and you've kind of zigzagged your way back up there. But uh, I will, I will put up the caution flags here. I mean, I, I was trying to stay bullish through all this chop here and here, but man, I don't know. Move a little bit neutral, and hmm, depending on the Fed tomorrow. I mean, well, oh, I mean, just get prepared for a hundred and fifty point range. I mean, that just seems like we've uh, we've had on all these Fed numbers. So, seeing some buy imbalances here, first four hundred million to the buy side, and then two hundred and seventy billion to the buy side. Uh, but uh, what's your obstacle here in the S&Ps, even though we've traded through it uh, quite a bit, you have yesterday's low coming in at 72 and a quarter. That's been your highest low so so far of this entire rebound. So uh, if you're looking for another leg higher, maybe to get back towards unchanged, got to establish a bid over Monday's low at 72 and a quarter. And it uh, looks right now we're currently trading 38.71. Shout out to uh, Sharif in the chat, giving us a $20 super sticker it's there. Sharif. Appreciate that. Um, and if Go you have a stock a happy meal. or something that you want us to check out, make sure you throw it up also. We're definitely here for you. Uh, let's make sure that we cover certain stocks that are coming into their earnings tonight. Definitely going to be another one to keep watch. Of course, everyone's going to be watching to see what happens to AMD. The advanced micro devices. What are we going to get? We've already kind of got a pre-warning into this earnings. Will it be worse? And they even gave us tune to. So I think that's what we need to watch right now. AMD has been hanging on. But I remember when everyone was talking about this stock, when it was at 100, it looks like it's at 60 now. Looks like it did a stock split. 
two for one. Yeah, it was even, uh, boy, at the end of last year, it was up near the 100 and traded over 160. Uh, I do, I like this technical setup in this one for a couple different reasons. Um, I have easy identifiable resistance here. Uh, last week's high, 62.72, came down from that high on Friday, even though we had a strong market day. Sellers stepping up or uh, stepping down to 62 into the last few sessions. So uh, I'll call it 62 and a quarter between all those numbers uh, if you get a pop. Uh, coming back, you went from about uh, 55 to 63. We'll call that an eight-point move where I went to school. 59 bucks, a must-hold level. Uh, 58.92 uh, was your low on Friday. Uh, so let's hold, uh, you know, if this is the pullback to buy, which right now is not looking so much like that, let's see it hold 59 and take out that 62 and a quarter level on the upside. Yeah, it's not good when you're uh, in, you know, we don't talk about this too often, but when your 200 day is about uh, 36% away, and that's just the defining factor between bull or bear, it's not a good sign. It's 36% away. And even the 50 moving average is way far from this. Um, the only thing that's staying close is really short time frames. And what are they showing you? Bear, 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 bear. And right now in the daily, that's a bear flag there. We'll see if we get the breakdown towards the 55 or will we stay above maybe 62? That could show a little bit of a turnaround. We'll see what happens. Other earning stocks tonight. You got AMD. You got Airbnb. Mm. What's up with the Airbnb? Airbnb got shellacked yesterday. Uh, someone just saying, get me out ahead of the report. Uh, getting some of those of those losses back today, uh, nothing like the losses that uh, uh, that it had yesterday. Uh, working on an inside day now. I know I've been talking about you know the cruise lines and the reopening trade. I, I'm not going to Airbnb here. Uh, still struggling since it hit that 120 area. Uh, it did establish. I'm looking at the June low, so it did have made a. Uh, a higher low um, off that June low, uh, but I'd be pivoting on uh, this 110. Yeah, you took it out yesterday, uh, but establish a bid over 110. Maybe you get a chance to take out yesterday. Ooh, those highs are pretty close to each other. 1310 and 1380. So on a pop, we're keeping an eye on, let's see, 70, 30. Let's call it 113.50. Um, on the downside, if you do uh, can't hold that 110, 108 is the low in today's session, uh, two-day low, 106.67. I think you just had a really impatient seller in there yesterday that wanted to get ahead of the report. Uh, so don't know what they're going to do, but uh, as far definitely not. It's decoupled itself uh, from the airlines. Uh, let's see how old my buddy old Delta's doing today. Delta, yeah, uh, uh, sellers stepping down from 35. House's NCLH. Is that thing still up? Down seven cents a day. That's the first big red candle we've had in a long time. So if you're sitting on profits on this one, we're trading right near the lows of the session. Uh, looking a little tired here for NCLH. Yeah, I could say that about a, a bunch of stocks. I feel the same way for Airbnb also. 
but we'll see what happens with Airbnb. Of course, uh, a lot of people took shots on Airbnbs during the pandemic, you know, and a lot of people are starting to come to the realization that they might have overpaid for those properties. That's also something to keep in mind with Airbnb. And of course, as we see interest rates rise, will some of those kind of investments start turning around to where they're not making money. And then, of course, like most investors, they would want out, right? Well, can you really get out right now in this type of market? It's going to start being tough if you want out in real estate. We'll see what happens there. Uh, We'll see what happens at the bell. We're almost there. Two minutes, team. And one more stock that we'll be looking at. Gold. Let's just take a little. We're getting a couple of ashes on the gold futures. Gold. Gold. Mm, you want to see it? I mean, you got a you got something to lean on there at sixteen thirty four, uh, pair of lows there. So, uh, and that's above your uh, your late October low, backing off from the high. So the other thing I could give you to lean on would be that sixteen thirty four on the downside, uh, and then I don't know. I just don't have a great feel for this chart. Uh, I'll give you three star uh, resistance, split the, the three and four day highs. 1670 90 1674.80. Looked like you tried to get there today, but hit a roadblock at 1660.30. So that's a look at the gold market. We'll have to see what happens here. And what will we get tomorrow? Like always, it's going to be a turnaround type of market. And tomorrow, what do we get? Of course, finally. It will be pumping power, dumping power. I'll tell you that much. By the end of the day, that's how they, they call it. The only question will be, will the media have gotten it right? Because it seems like the media is leaning on that kind of upside move. I just don't know. I just don't know. The only thing I know is that we haven't turned too much in the data. VLO is one that I'll talk about to wrap up the day with. It was sure. Valero Energy. Why is this one moving a little bit higher? Well, yesterday I talked about that. I thought this one could get a lift because of diesel prices rising, right? Diesel prices have been rising dramatically and expected to keep rising in the next couple of weeks as you see in Valero start taking a leg up. One th- I'm looking at this 130 area, and let's just go to the monthlies here. It's had a nice run. 131.93, that was the high from October. <laughs> 130.83 so far in November. Nothing really there on any other monthlies, but my would I be waiting for this one? Can you get up to that 132 area breakout and Pretty wide open on the upside after that. It looks like our closing print couldn't get much. Couldn't uh, uh, yesterday's low posed a little resistance here under the close. Buy imbalances, that making a big deal. We're lower on the session, two down days in a row. We'll see which way uh, Fed sends us tomorrow. Great job, Mitch. And uh, tomorrow we'll have Todd Gordon on. Uh, from uh, New Edge Capital, he'll be on and uh, he'll be giving us his uh, great insights into the market. Everyone, have a good night. Back with you tomorrow morning. We'll see you tomorrow, team. Like always, you guys can keep up right here on Benzinga to stay up with all the Cannabis Insider action. It looks like we have Cannabis coming up next. So come check out 
what is going on in the cannabis space looks like, of course, Chuck Schumer has been speaking about the expungement and what could be coming for some banking in cannabis. Come find out from the Cannabis Insider team. And I'll see you tomorrow on Pre-Market Prep. Like always, team, hit the thumbs up and don't miss later today. We got the AMD earnings call. I will be there listening to AMD's earnings call. The question is, will you? I'll see you in a little bit, team. Hit the thumbs up on your way out.